C.S. Lewis said this at the end of Mere Christianity. It is something like that with Christ in us. The more we get what we now call ourselves out of the way and let him take us over, the more truly ourselves we become. The more I resist him and try to live on my own, the more I become dominated by my own heredity and upbringing and surroundings and natural desires. It is when I turn to Christ, when I give myself up to his personality, when I first begin to have a real personality of my own. The principle runs through all of life from top to bottom. Give up yourself and you will find your real self. Lose your life and you will save it. Submit to death, death of your ambitions and favorite wishes every day, and death of your whole body in the end. Submit with every fiber of your being and you will find eternal life. Keep nothing back. Nothing that you have not given away will be really yours. Nothing in you that has not died will ever be raised from the dead. Look for yourself and you will find in the long run only hatred, loneliness, despair, rage, ruin, and decay. But look for Christ, and you will find him, and with him, everything else thrown in. Malcolm Guide picks up this theme of giving ourselves up and finding our true selves in Christ and in his kingdom in this final poem on the Lord's Prayer. This is the last in my sequence of seven sonnets on the Lord's Prayer, which will be published in June in my new book, Parable and Paradox. And this one is, For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory. The kingdom and the power and the glory, the very things we all want for ourselves. We want to be the hero of the story and leave the others on their dusty shelves. How subtly we seek to keep the kingdom. How brutally we hold on to the power. Our glory always means another's thraldom, but still we strut and fret our little hour. What might it mean to let it go forever? To die to all that desperate desire, to give the glory wholly to another, throw all we hold into that holy fire. A wrenching loss, and then a sudden freedom in given glories and a hidden kingdom. this podcast on the week of the first presidential debate in the United States. And if any of you can think back that far um, to that train wreck of an event, which maybe you've somehow, if, if you're wise, been able to wipe from your minds. But if you can't think back that far, you'll remember that it was 90 minutes 
of all the vices that this poem reminds us of. Selfishness, greed, egoism, arrogance, grasping for power, violent, destructive, foolish. All these things that, that, that epitomize this world in this poem. But of course, this isn't just a commentary about two people who stood on a debate stage. This is about the world that we live in, and it's also about us. We want power and glory. We want to be the hero of the story. We want to look back at the past with arrogance. We seek to hold on to power in both subtle and brutal ways. We act like it's a zero-sum world where more for others means less for us. This isn't just about other people, or the world at large, or, or two people who stood on a debate stage. This is about us as well. This is about Jesus' call to each one of us to die to all of those things, to die to self, and to pick up our cross and follow him. And that's why this is a daily prayer, why we pray for our daily bread. And daily we pray for God's kingdom, power, and glory to come here on earth as it is in heaven. We need God's transforming work now, today. We need it for ourselves and we need it for this world. And amazingly, this prayer is answered. Slowly but surely, those who pray this prayer daily with humility and sincerity are transformed where we learn to let go of our fear and our anger and our pride and whatever other vices control us. We learn to die to our desperate desires and give glory to another. We learn to throw our vain ambition and empty conceit into that holy sanctifying fire of God. Where little by little and day by day, we learn to live in a totally new way under the gracious and loving kingdom of God, the hidden kingdom, as this poem says. But it's not hidden in the sense that it can never be seen. It's hidden in the sense that it will never be found being fought over on a debate stage. It's hidden in the sense that it will never be taken by those who seek to use it for their own ends and for their own goals. It simply comes about in the lives of regular, ordinary people who are audacious enough to call God their Father, who are humble enough to try to hollow God's name, not their own, who are wise enough to long for God's kingdom to come on earth as it is in heaven, who are vulnerable enough to open their hands every day and ask for God to give them their daily bread, who are compassionate enough to forgive others as they have been forgiven, who are prudent enough to ask to be led away from temptation and away from evil, and those who are bold enough to trust that God really does hear and answer this prayer. The Lord's Prayer is not just something that we do. It's not just words that we say. It's a prayer that God hears and responds to and actually shapes us by as we pray these words. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. 
and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. This is the last in my sequence of seven sonnets on the Lord's Prayer, which will be published in June in my new book, Parable and Paradox. And this one is, For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory. The kingdom and the power and the glory, the very things we all want for ourselves. We want to be the hero of the story and leave the others on their dusty shelves. How subtly we seek to keep the kingdom. How brutally we hold on to the power. Our glory always means another's thraldom, but still we strut and fret our little hour. What might it mean to let it go forever? To die to all that desperate desire, to give the glory wholly to another, throw all we hold into that holy fire. A wrenching loss, and then a sudden freedom in given glories and a hidden kingdom. 